All right, so we are here. We have a special, special um, gift, mm. surprise. I don't know for you guys today. I'm here with Caleb Gibbs. He has been behind the camera for the last two years, making all of this daily gospel stuff happen. Mm. And so, after two years of slavery, we've allowed him to just make one brief Finally appearance on screen. <laughs> <laughs> this is this will be the last time for sure. Um, but um, anyway, so today we're we've been talking about relational stuff. Yes. marriage, singleness, all that. That's kind of what we're focusing on. Today, we're going to give some just fantastic advice mm. for dating because yes. there's nothing I love more than talking about dating. Actually, so if you fun. know me, I really I really do hate. Uh, it brings me back to my days as a an RA at the dorms yeah. where these guys would want to meet with me because I was, I was like two years older. Therefore, I had all the secrets of wisdom and knowledge. Um, and they would want to talk about like, oh, there's this girl. Yeah. Oh, she's so beautiful. What should I do? They're also level headed like, at that age. I know. I'm like, so. just please talk to anybody else about this. <laughs> but um, I haven't talked much about dating since youth ministry because mm-hmm. dating is like, I don't know, dating is just rough. And um, but there's great godly advice out there for it. So absolutely. So you're diving back in. I am. I yes. am. Going back to the youth ministry days, I, I thought I had done my time in youth ministry and I was out. Mm. But here I'll just dip my toe back in. Yeah, we need you. We need you for this <laughs> one. Um, yeah, no, it, it's tough because dating isn't really in the Bible, um, but there's a lot of things in the Bible, you know, that um, or that aren't in the Bible that we can apply biblical principles to and we can think yep. about biblically. And so that's what we want to do with this topic. Um, so anyway, we're just hopping right in. What, what are some uh, biblical principles that can guide us yeah. uh, through the dating process? Yeah, we got 10 tips today, 10, well, I guess, principles mm-hmm. for dating. Um, so look at us. We're, we're, we've, we've come to this place where we're given tips yeah. for, for dating. This is awesome. We know it all. So the first thing I would say is do everything for the glory of God. Okay, this obviously isn't me. This is just what's found in Scripture. Right. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10.31, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a very familiar passage for most people who have been in church for a while. So, okay, so everything we do, that includes dating. Yep. So just as a v- very basic starting point, our focus, our aim in dating should be to glorify God. Mm-hmm. So as you're dating, be asking yourself the question, is the person I'm dating helping me to love God more, to grow with him mm-hmm. or, or not? Yeah. Am I doing the same thing for them, right? Yeah. So one of the ways you glorify God is by edifying others, bringing them closer to him. So is the way you're approaching this, is it actually tearing this person down? Right. Um, what are you doing? How is it leading uh, towards greater obedience and greater honor of God? So that's the first thing, very simply, is are you honoring God in what you do? Yeah, it makes sense that that should be our starting point for anything we're doing in our life. So that obviously would apply to yeah. dating as well. Yeah, so very simple but important. Psalm 37, I think, is just another helpful um, perspective here. Psalm 37, 3, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So if you want to have everything that you want, right? If you want to have the right mm-hmm. desires and you want them to be fulfilled, you have to be following God. So very basic, yes. very basic point, but very important. Right. The second tip, mm-hmm. very, very important, is prepare yourself for dating. The first few tips are kind of like be, like pre-dating. Yes. Because a lot yeah. of the work is done before you even ever go on a date or mm-hmm. have a relationship. 
So you have to be preparing yourself for dating. Proverbs 22, 3 says, The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. So now I'm not saying dating is danger, mm -hmm. but the idea there, the principle is preparation. Yeah. Are you looking and seeing what's ahead, preparing for it, mm -hmm. and doing the right things? Do you see, yeah, are you seeing the, the weight of this, you yeah. know, and the responsibility? Because there is danger. There yeah. is. It's not just danger, but obviously there we is. We will get danger. there. <laughs> <laughs> so you prepare for dating by learning to be mature in every aspect of life. Yes. It's not rocket science. Are you following God? Do you have a vibrant relationship with God? Mm -hmm. Are you getting a job? Are you learning self-control? Mm -hmm. right? Are you growing and maturing in simple ways and learning your life isn't about you and pleasing yourself, but it's about serving others? Mm -hmm. That's going to make a huge difference when you enter into a dating relationship. Yeah, it, it does seem like a lot of people want to like get into a dating relationship and then be like, oh, then I'll figure it out. Yeah, but That's not really how we should be. Yeah, honoring God or honoring the other person. Exactly. In the relationship. So yeah. what, and that's, this is how we should think of every stage of life. What you're doing now is preparing you for the next mm -hmm. thousand stages of life, however you want yeah. to count that, right? The, the things you're learning now, someday someone will need those things. Yeah. Whether it's just a, a fact, a you know, piece of knowledge, or whether it's wisdom, experience, somebody in your path is going to be in need of that. And so how you handle your growth now yeah. will have a ripple effect for the rest of your life. So yeah. that's kind of scary, I think, but yeah. it's important to know it's true. And it helps you be a blessing for that future person that you're yeah. dating. So Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. Many people spend years getting an education to prepare for a job, mm -hmm. but they never have any intentional education right. for dating or for marriage yeah. or for relationships. And that's crazy. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying you have to go to some sort of, I don't know, finishing school for relationships, but read right. a book, study God's word, pray about it, think about how you want to handle relationships. Think about how you yeah. handle relationships now with your with your family, friends. Right. How do you approach conversations? It, are you setting healthy patterns? Yeah. So get mature. Mm -hmm. Tip number three. Okay. I, that's not two, three. Th tip number three. Know what kind of person you're looking for. Right. Know what kind of person you're looking for. Obviously, this can go completely out of control. Brown hair. Yeah. Blue <laughs> eyes. You want that? Yeah. I think my wife was like, he has to play guitar, have blonde hair, like have one blue eye, one green eye. That's good. You know, I mean, it's just that's good. That's the kind of important stuff. <laughs> uh, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking right. about the the virtues, the essential, you know, values, mm -hmm. things that you need. So top of that list should be obviously a faithful, growing Christian. Absolutely. So there are certain things that are non-negotiables that you can't like. Mm -hmm. take, take or leave that. Yeah. But there must be other things on the list too. And so be thinking, okay, what are the things for you that you're going to need in someone who's going to be your helper, mm -hmm. who's going to balance you out? Yeah. Um, what are things that are just super important for you? Mm -hmm. You know, where do you, where do you want to live? Do you, you know, do you want to go into ministry? Is that yeah. person want to go into ministry? Do you have a similar calling? All sorts of things. So, so Brandon, yeah. am I allowed to want an attractive wife? I would just say an emphatic yes. Yes. First of all, you're already married. So That's true. you should probably you That's know, true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Good I think I checked that box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I used to say how oh, I think a lot of Christians say this, like, right. oh, you're shallow if you want someone attractive. Yeah. Don't, you know, just, you should be able to marry, you know, a person. That, that's who's what all dog. the guys who are attracted to their wives already. Yeah. Say. They're like, come on, just <laughs> yeah. be content. It's oh. fine. Um, but my, I, I thought my, my own marriage, I realized my wife kind of has it all. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, she's godly. 
I'm super attracted to her, right? She's fun to be around, all these things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, I'd be a hypocrite to downplay the significance of that in my own life. Mm -hmm. So now be careful here. We're not looking for a worldly standard of beauty. We're not looking for um, something unrealistic. Mm -hmm. You know, I even heard someone say recently, like, you got to be honest about what league you're in, you know, like, (laughs) wow, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like some guys are like a a two and a half and that's okay to be a two and a half. I mean, someone's got to be a two and a half and you know, if you love the Lord and stuff, you'll be fine. But, but yeah, if you want like the, the supermodel and you you won't settle for anything less, well, you're just a fool. You're you're being silly. Right. So I think you can be attracted to a lot of different people, but yes, there should be a genuine Mm -hmm. attraction and desire and delight in your your spouse, mm-hmm. even on that physical level. That's so good. 100%. Yeah, I think it's like kind of what you're saying is, you know, that that's fine that that's something you want. And that's great. And it's not wrong. But first priority is always going to be does this person love the Lord? Right? Yeah. So if she's, you know, the 10 out of 10 on the attractiveness scale, but she doesn't love the Lord, well, don't go pursuing yeah. that. It's not worth it. In the yeah, long run. Exactly. Because that yeah. the Bible says that the person is spiritually dead. Yeah. So a beautiful corpse is not a, a good spouse. You yeah. Know? And I'm not yeah. trying to degrade those who are non-Christians. I'm just saying that's what God's word says. So mm-hmm. our values should align with that. Absolutely. So you can pray for that person, hope that they'll be saved, but mm-hmm. you can't be marrying that person. That's yeah. that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So that's tip number three. Know what kind of person you're looking for. Tip number four, trust God's sovereignty. Mm-hmm. There are few things as freeing and and joyful as knowing the sovereignty of God, that God's in control. So don't date someone because you're feeling desperate to get married. That's not trusting God's sovereignty. God's sovereignty means that God's in control of every event in your life and down to the most minute detail. Mm -hmm. And we know that God loves us if we're his, right? We're part of his family. We're called his children. Mm -hmm. And he works everything together for our good, Romans 8.28 says. So... Trust that his timing is going to work out, that he's yeah. sovereign. So don't be dating somebody who you know doesn't love the Lord, is, is, has worldly values, all these things, yeah. just because you, you want to get married. You have to trust that God's going to make that happen in the right time if you are living to honor him. Yeah. And I've seen countless stories of this right, mm-hmm. firsthand. Yeah. Someone going, oh, I'll never get married. Oh, I'm so discouraged. And then all of a sudden, boom, it happens, right? <laughs> yep. The right person comes along at the right time, and they get married. Yeah. And they, they look back and they go, oh, of course, I should have trusted God. So yeah. don't be that person. Trust God now and honor him through believing he's sovereign. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it, it's so easy to, to get to that place where you're just like, oh, I'm just desperate to find a spouse or whatever. And then that leads you into maybe dating some people you shouldn't, Yeah, you know? So of course. yeah, just trusting God is so freeing and ultimately is going to lead you to the right person you're supposed to be with. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives you courage because some people need, need, to, need to know like, okay, slow down. Mm-hmm. Don't worry too much. Other people need to have the courage to just ask someone on a date. Yeah. Right. So trusting God's sovereignty means that you can risk and maybe fail Mm -hmm. and fail gloriously. But it's because you trust that God is going to provide someone. So you say, hey, if I if I'm interested in this person, maybe I ask them kindly, gently. Mm -hmm. And if they say no, I'll just, you know, not stock them and not be worried about it. So (laughs) (laughs) tip number five. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so all of those have to do with that sort of pre-dating. Um, Let's talk about in dating. How do we how do we date? Well, so tip number five, 
date with intention date with intention proverbs 21 5 says the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty so that's speaking of diligence in work obviously speaking yeah. about money but you can be diligent in dating as well right the right. principle that you reap what you sow is true in every area of life mm-hmm. so what is your intention how are you carefully thinking about entering into dating in Luke 14, 28, Jesus gives that famous you know, principle of counting the cost. Right? If you're going to build something, yep. count the cost before you do it and, and know that you're able to complete it. So what is your intention? What is your goal? Mm-hmm. Um, are you just kind of like, let's hang out, let's have fun, mm-hmm. kind of the, the worldly thing of like, oh, I don't want anything serious. Right, right. If you don't want anything serious, then, then why are you dating? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to be like getting, getting towards marriage on month three. Yep. I'm just saying... Is there a point in this? Are you looking to go anywhere with this? If not, be friends. Yeah. Don't don't be totally like fine. making out and you know <laughs> and, and more and saying oh it's just casual. No, it's not. It's not. Right. right. So have intention. Be going somewhere with it and talk mm-hmm. about it. Right. Especially if you're the man in the relationship, mm-hmm. talk about it. Say here's what I'm I'm thinking. Here's what I want in life. Yeah. Is this something that we could you know kind of pursue together and try to find out together? And yeah. yeah, and be honest about that. And so that way, if you can come to a place where you say, well, we're not meant to be married, mm-hmm. then you can happily and kindly break up. Right. Yeah. I mean, it kind of comes back to, you know, realizing the the weight of it, you know, and understanding like, hey, you know, we're talking about like who you're potentially spending the rest of your life with. And that's yeah. like a very important thing. So why would you not um, invest in that? Why would you not be diligent? Yeah. you know, and really put the time and thought into that whole process. Yeah, so, exactly. So that's tip number five, date with intention. Mm-hmm. T- tip number six, man, this might be one of the most important ones. Mm-hmm. Invite wise counsel. Invite wise counsel into your relationship. Mm-hmm. I think our viewers are already checking this box by watching this video. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of wisdom here. Yeah. All the combined dating wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the mistakes that have been made. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Invite wise counsel. Proverbs 15, 22 says, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Yep. What a simple proverb. Anyone can understand that, right? If you don't have input or counsel, you're going to fail. If you do, you're going to succeed. Yeah. What a simple principle. And if you don't want somebody to speak into your relationship, if you're not inviting counsel, yeah. it's already the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been there, right? You're dating and you're yeah. like, oh, I don't really want people to like know yeah. or talk. Well, that's, that's a terrible idea, right? It means that you and your heart of hearts know if I can't be open, if I can't invite wisdom, if I can't open God's word and see what God says about this, mm-hmm. then I'm in a bad place. Yeah. So yeah. not seeking wise counsel is both a cause and a symptom of bad relationships. Mm-hmm. So if you don't seek wise counsel, you're going to get into the wrong relationship. You're going to date someone out of just infatuation or yeah. passion as opposed to a wise choice. And it also um, is a symptom, right? Yeah. If you have a bad relationship, you don't want wise counsel. And yeah. so you're not going to invite it in. Yeah. No, br- bring it into the light and God reveals all things, you know, in the light. And if it's a good relationship, then he'll show you that through the counsel of otherwise people in your life. And if it's not, you know, you, well, if you're keeping it a secret, maybe you already know. Yeah. You know, so. And, I, and this is part of the dating with intention, too. I would actually at the beginning say to somebody if I, I'm dating, OK, this is the person that's my, uh, you know, discipler or accountability. Right. You know, hopefully it's an older person, so they're more trusted. They're not just like a buddy. Mm-hmm. But okay, this person, I'm 
I'm going to share with them mm-hmm. things and it might not be flattering right. to, to, to you. Mm-hmm. Do you trust that person in this relationship? Yeah. Like I think everyone should have that person they can go to. It shouldn't be 10 people, Yeah. but it should be one or two wise people. And that's a protection. So I encourage Laura, she's got her person, right? Yeah. You can go to with whatever I say, whatever I do, you can just be open with them. I know that person loves me and can handle it and will give you wise counsel. Yeah. And man, that's made a huge difference in our relationship. Yeah, no, ideally, right? It's like, it's not just you would have someone who's counseling you, but you know, someone that you're the, the person you're dating has as well that they can go to. And through that, you're, you both are going to grow and you're going to see, okay, well, you know, maybe there's a certain situation that you're approaching in the wrong way, or maybe they can help you be like, well, I think maybe they're approaching it in the wrong way. And just through all things, getting counsel and yeah, yeah biblical wisdom. Yep. So absolutely. Number seven. Begin with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Begin with the end in mind. So this this goes. This kind of relates to intention in dating, I guess. But yep. talk at the beginning of your relationship about what the goal is for the relationship. Yeah. So again, if it's just kind of let's hang out, let's have fun. This is not probably a good idea. Yeah. You should you should remove yourself from that relationship. But I think this is what your goal should be. It should be in dating to figure out if you're meant to be together for marriage. Right. And having a clear goal is so helpful in everything, Mm -hmm. but especially in dating because you can say, if we've already accomplished that goal, then we, 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 you know, we have clarity, right? So if you you say, well, I, we've been dating for a year Mm -hmm. and I feel like I have clarity on, I want to marry you and you know, you talk about it, they want to marry you, you know, obviously proposing is one way to do that. But usually before you propose, you kind of have an idea of what they want, right? That'd be wise <laughs> to not propose in front of a stadium full of people. Maybe we'll add an 11th tip no, on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but if you know that, that's great. But if you, you can also know the opposite way. Right. So I just think so often we, we go into dating and we think the goal of this is to get married. Mm-hmm. That's a bad goal. Yeah. Because maybe this isn't the right person for you. I know that was kind of my mindset. Is like, well, if I'm dating someone, I have to marry them. Yeah. What? Or else I failed. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is what is that? That's crazy. And so you actually have bad patterns in your dating because you think you have to make it work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. So it's a successful dating relationship if you can say at the end of it, you know, we we cared for each other, we were kind to each other, we didn't right, um, we weren't impure, things like that, and. We decided we weren't meant to be together. Yeah. So that's a great thing. That's a great thing to walk away and to say, yeah. hey, we're better people. We've we've blessed each other in this time and we know we're not meant to be together. Yeah. Because you might meet someone who checks every box and it's just like, there's just, I don't know, there's no chemistry. Yeah. Or I we just have there's, different directions. There's a lot you there. learn about like the things that you want or prioritize in dating too, yeah. you know? And obviously, first and foremost, those should be you know, godly things, right? But preferences, all that stuff. Yeah. That's right. All right. Tip number eight, practice purity, practice purity. Mm -hmm. And I think um, there's so many things we could say about this, right? But one thing I would say is that purity is not a binary. It's not Mm -hmm. like you're, you've crossed the line. You're now impure and nothing matters, right? So you, yeah, you crossed a physical boundary or you slept together or whatever, something that's like a, a sin, obviously in God's eyes. You say, well, we're no longer pure, mm-hmm. so we're now off in this world of impurity. Yeah. No, I think it's something that you're growing into or you're falling away from. That's totally. how we should think of it. Okay, am I taking steps towards purity every day? 
Um, and there's, you can set boundaries with this, right? It's wise to set boundaries, to, to talk about and say, not just like, uh, you know, to be too graphic, but not just like, <laughs> what can we do or not do? Right. But I, I'm talking about things before that, before yeah. you get there, right? Um, hey, let's not be alone together, you know, in your room at night totally. with no one around. That would be a great boundary. That, yeah. There's better boundaries. There's more boundaries you can have than that, but that one is clear. <laughs> Don't yes. do that, right? So, which situations aren't helpful? Are there mm-hmm. certain topics we're not going to be talking about because they're just they're opening the wrong doors right now? Yeah. Um, you know, Song of Solomon talks about do not awaken love before it pleases. So, be careful as to mm-hmm. what lines you cross because then it gets you in this mindset of, well, this is where I'm at. We're acting like we're married, but we're not. Yeah. So, absolutely. so how can you you pursue purity? And this is one of the one of the things you should be in accountability with talking with wise counsel about yeah. is, Hey, here are the things that have been good, things that have been difficult. I need, I need help with this. Yeah. Um, it'd be a rare person that wouldn't need help with that. Wouldn't need accountability with mm-hmm. that. So be honest, be transparent with someone that you really trust and have them help you with that. Yeah. And, and to go back to something that you said too, is like, you know, if, if you feel like you, you have failed in some way, like, you know, turn from that. Right. Yeah. Like I've known Christians and I know you've known them too, where they were living together, you know, and, and all that. And then they realized, Hey, this is not honoring God. And so they went and lived separately and then eventually got married yeah. and came to, that's amazing. Yeah. Right? That's, that, a, that's a beautiful that, thing. That's, that's a, that's a great way to turn from your sin and honor God in yeah. that way. So, yeah. God is honored by repentance. Absolutely. So, you know, repent. Um, and few things have the ability to destroy a relationship like sex outside of the bonds of the covenant of marriage. Mm-hmm. So very often you cross those lines and it begins to implode upon itself. So yeah. this, the biblical standard is Ephesians 5.3, right? Sexual morality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. So in other words, the, the biblical standard is no sexual impurity. Don't, you know, seek to have complete purity in everything that you do. Yeah. And you can grow in that. All right, tip number nine. Don't get lost in the relationship. Mm, yeah. Oh, man. We've seen this. We've seen, I mean, who hasn't <laughs> seen this, right? A friend where they start dating and everyone's like, yes, they're, they're dating. That's so cool. And then it's a couple weeks later, it's like, wait, where did they Never go? Never seen them. Or, yeah. Been. And then a year later, it's like, oh, you remember, remember Joe and, yeah. and Jane? Whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, they, they completely got lost in their own world got absorbed in that and yep. they cut off all friendship. And so if you have a relationship where you're just obsessed, that's an obsession, right? Yeah. Um, that's not conducive to, to being healthy. That's not conducive to somebody having a family and raising kids. It's not conducive right. to having a functional life. Mm-hmm. You need other people in your life. The Bible does not call us to simply one person. It calls us to communities. We call it church, yeah. right? But even broader than that, our, our local community to be with other people, to bless them, to, to witness to Jesus, to receive counsel, all those things. Right. So don't get lost in the relationship yeah. and disappear from life. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah, if you're spending just all your time with that one person, that's not going to last yeah. forever. You know, that honeymoon phase has a time limit on it. And then if you go back to want to hang out with some of those friends, they might not even one. I know. You. We lost you. Yeah, you know, and that happens, for, right? It's like you come up for air and you're like, oh, oh, shoot. Yeah. I got nothing. I, or you break up, obviously. Yeah. Your entire, that's, it's called an idol. Yeah. Right. That's what this we're talking about. We're talking about idolatry mm-hmm. of a person. You put your and whole so, identity in that person. Yes. In that obviously. relationship. Yeah. So don't, do, do not do that. And think about maybe if you're dating right now, 
what is, what's the pattern right now for you? Yeah. Are you doing that? If so, you can stop it. You can turn it around and build some <laughs> friendships outside of that. Plus those friendships with other people are going to expose a lot more of who that person is. Yeah. That's very you know, true. Do, they, do you work well together with other people? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um, yeah. That often is very, very revealing. Yeah. All right. Tip number 10, the final tip. Made it. Remember what dating success is. So I'm being repetitive here for a purpose, right? Success is not marriage. Success is to find out who this person is. Do you want to be with them? And it's leaving that person better off than when you met them. So today, if you're dating, how are you blessing this person? How are you honoring them? How are you honoring their future spouse? It may be you. It may not be. Mm -hmm. right? So how are you caring for that person? Um, how are you honoring God and what you do? You Everything I do, I want to be successful in. Yeah. And so you have to be clear and remember what success is in right. dating. Yeah. Yeah, we, we want to treat this relationship in, in some ways like we treat all relationships, right? We want to be pointing all the people in our life closer and closer to God, yep. you know? And so why why don't you do that in dating as well? And then if you end up getting married, that's great. But then if you don't, you know, well, both of you have grown um, you know, in, in many ways and obviously closer to the Lord. Yep. So absolutely. Anyway. So there you go. 10 tips for dating to change your dating life forever. So yeah. hopefully you're preparing. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you are dating currently, you're going to take some, some wisdom from this, hopefully make some changes, right? Think about what is it that God's calling you to do? Um, dating is so important, but marriage is, is what it's all about. So absolutely. All right.